0: Welcome to the DMV's very own Table for okay. Four podcasts.
1: on guys and welcome back to another episode of table for four podcast i am your main host daniel today we got my boy suave back in it again
0: yo what's good bro how you doing good good how you been bro i'm good man uh just got back to work this week so i'm not complaining too much i'm glad i had president's day off so yeah (laughs) i'm I'm glad i had that shit off too uh (laughs) But no, nah, but thank you for
1: joining uh, again, you know, you know, back on this episode again, uh, talking about no another another black, um, Af- you know, another black person who has made an impact in the musical you know, industry, uh, yeah. TV industry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but and we also have number 13 on our black cinema list as well. Um, I didn't tell you what that movie is, I, you know, gotta keep it a surprise. Um, but as we're continuing on the theme, you know, as music and everything, um, I got you here again, you know, you know your shit about music, and uh we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh so this person that we're gonna talk about, he has a lot of history, um yeah, just a lot, and He's 87 years old. He was born March 14, 1933, and today we are talking about Quincy Jones. Um, yeah, Legend. I was. Yes, yeah, I was telling Suave that I was looking at his history, um, and I was just actually looking at his musical career and, you know, all the accomplishments he had during the music industry. But then I went uh-huh. to go look back at his early life and I'm like, damn, he did so much more in his early life uh, as well. So yeah. we're just going to keep to the basics. Don't want to run this thing for too long, uh, but I'll go ahead and read what I have and try to spit little facts here and there that I, you know, you know, pinpointed, you know, to share with everybody. So uh, Quincy Jones was actually born Quincy Delight Jr. Uh, in Chicago, Illinois. He began, pl- he began his career playing the trumpet. Uh, he worked as a freelance uh, trumpet player, you know, tagging along with many jazz sessions, whoever needed a trumpet player so he can get his music heard. Um, and in the mid-1960s, he began composing for films and television and, and uh, eventually producing over 50 scores uh, and serving, uh, you know, or setting, sorry, uh, trailbla- uh, trailblaze for the African-American, you know, musicians uh, in Hollywood, uh, the whole Hollywood area. Uh, who don't People who don't know what scores are, you want to go ahead and tell them what they are, Suave?
0: Scores like?
1: like in the music, like, when you know, in the movies, like when it's like a like. Oh, you're talking about the, like the metric scores? Yeah, the metric scores.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I mean, basically just a rating that they give to uh, albums based on content, production. Uh, there's a lot of little things that go into it. Uh, and it's basically an academy, the academy, that come up with this score for these movies and albums.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I he- add- It's
0: like a rubric.
1: Right. I think it is as well. Um, In 1988, uh, Jones and his songwriter, Bob Russell, became the first African-Americans to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song. Uh, The song is called The Eyes of Love. Um, It actually came from the film Banning? Banning? I've never heard of it, never seen it, or probably won't see it. Room, and, bro. Yeah, <laughs> probably see it. Yeah, never probably going to see it. And actually, in, before that, uh, sorry to jump timeline, but in 1975, Jones founded his own Quest Productions, um, for which he arranged and produced... Uh, successful albums you know frank sinatra and other yeah. mini pop figures um as well you know many of us know about michael jackson he produced michael jackson's album and as well as diana ross's and what i didn't know that he actually he produced the soundtrack for the musical adaptation the wizard of oz
0: uh, yeah
1: the Wiz. the Wiz. you know yeah. you know there's a it, yeah uh and then that's starring Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. Um, you know, as well, he he actually, I don't know, if many of you guys don't know, he actually, you know, produced a film that came out in 1985 called The Color Purple, uh, which was directed by Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. uh, starring Whoopi Gold, uh, Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey and Danny Glover. Um, and as many of us have seen, I, I would hope that you guys seen the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Um Reunion he's the one who actually discovered Will Smith to be an actor uh because he yeah. knew Will Smith as a rapper uh type of deal and he Quincy he saw up, right? yeah he's he saw something in Quincy I mean in Will I'm sorry he saw something in Will that you know said hey I need you to do this I have a hit hit show whatever um so he went on to do that that ran for uh 6 years Uh, Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Um, Yes. And he also published many magazines, Vibe and Spin. Um, And he basically, he had his whole entertainment section. Uh, As I said, he produced Thriller uh, as well. And I mentioned Frank Sinatra, Diana Ross. And I was telling Suave before we started recording that it was actually Ray Charles who kind of put the idea of starting to produce uh, produce music. Uh, so Ray Charles told Quincy Jones, hey, I think you should start producing music, you know, do this and this. And funny thing is, they were, Ray Charles was 16 and Quincy Jones was 14 at the time, um, which I find very, you know, crazy to think, you know, just thinking about that. How uh, Quincy Jones is, what what we say, 87 years old? Yeah. And Ray Charles is no no longer with us, but still the fact that, you know, he's, you know, like (laughs) imagine a 16-year-old coming up to 14. Yeah, the fact they're having
0: these conversations at that age is just crazy.
1: Yo, bro, I think you should really produce music and write music. Like, I'm like, nah, man, I want to be in a band. I want to, you know, do this and this. And he's like... Nah, bro, you know, you got the talent for it.
0: Uh, It's wild.
1: Yeah. So wild. Yeah. And what I've found out that uh, Quincy Jones also supported Elvis Presley uh, when Elvis Presley was uh, saying the the Heartbreak Hotel, which became the number one record. So Mm -hmm. Quincy Jones Mm -hmm. actually pushed for that.
0: Uh,
1: And as all we all know, I think we should know who, you know, his uh his daughters are he has plenty of daughters i think he has one son um but he has tons of daughters i think one of the daughters dated tupac at one point uh i oh, believe shoot. yeah yeah one of the daughters
0: dated which tupac. one was the afric guy
1: uh i'm not quite sure um, it's too
0: many to keep up with. Yeah,
1: I, he has a lot of daughters. I think it's four yeah. or five dollars. I only know one daughter, Rashida Jones, because she was on the mm-hmm. office and she yeah, was yeah. on Parks and Rec. So that's the only way I know her. Yeah. Um, which is sad. Rashida. But yeah, Rashida Bad. Um, <laughs> but what I, what I found is an ins- in- interesting quote from him, uh, from Quincy Jones in the GQ magazine published in 2018. Hmm. Um he said that he really enjoys contemporary artists such as Bruno Mars, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, but he admitted that he was no fan of Taylor Swift's music. And I quote, We need more songs, man. Fucking
0: songs, not hooks. Oh yo, I and remember quote, that shit. Yo, yeah, that was that was one hilarious. Um, was this the same interview with GQ when he was talking about, um, Trump's daughter making passes at him?
1: I, I don't, I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't say that. I th- this was, th- he did go on to say later on that, um, I think in the same, no, excuse me, in, Vol- in Vulture, Vulture, um, magazine, he actually accused uh, Michael Jackson of stealing a lot of his songs.
0: The same you know year, so it was actually forget what I'm getting at, but what I'm talking about it was actually that vulture interview because apparently that was entertaining and he just was like throwing yeah. a bunch of accusations at everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He okay, said, it's probably that. He said
1: that Mar Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor had slept together.
0: Yep, that's the okay. Yeah, he that interview. I don't know what he he was going on. Off. But, he was going yeah, off. he was going off. Yeah, he was going off.
1: And he, he even apologized. He's like, Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I'm growing old. You know, I got a lot of things on my mind. He's like, You know, I got an 85 year old mind. That's what he said. At nah, the time. man. He was, he was uh, off the pack. So, but if you guys didn't know, he also has a uh, documentary on Netflix that came out in 2018. I'm not sure if it's still on there. um I'm pretty sure it should be. Quincy? Yeah, he has a documentary on
0: that the self-titled drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so what I'm just curious of what you think about that quote though. Like we need more songs, more songs, man.
0: Uh, not hooks. Facts. Because what we're hearing now, um, a lot of these current artists, their music is lacking content. Yeah, but you know what's making them big and successful? Them catchy ass motherfucking hooks. Yeah, like they don't really be saying anything even the hooks don't be saying shit but yeah like them tiktoks body yaddy yadi, yaddy like
1: that shit stuck like, in my megan, motherfucking yeah. head
0: that's the reason why i hate that song though because megan can actually rap you know what i mean so i'm like yeah
1: like come on like give us away away something me.
0: like good like yeah but yeah i mean shout out to her um it was like her birthday i think it was her birthday this past weekend or whatever yeah. but um Anyways, but yeah, back to Quincy in general I mean, he's right though, man Like, we need more songs Like, actually creating music Yeah, hooks are great When you include that in the actual song And right. the lyrics are hitting The content's hitting And it's just, you know, meshed with the perfect, like, hook Great But if you're not really saying shit And you just have a catchy hook I mean, it'll be here But that's not If you think about timeless music Timeless music has heavy content And, like, catchy hooks And they tell a story. And they tell a story. So I agree with them completely. Um, Yo, Quincy, like the thing about Quincy, it's funny that we were talking about Sam Cooke the other day. And then I think about like all that he was doing. And I think Mm -hmm. about Quincy now, like these guys were really juggernauts. Like what Quincy was doing, like the conversation he's having with Ray Charles as a 14 year old and he's 16, um, that's just insane. And then what he later on ended up doing up until this point where he had his hands in everything, he was everything
1: watching. from music, yeah. entertainment, magazines,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, just every goddamn thing. Like, yeah, he literally had his fingers in everything.
0: Uh, everything, bro.
1: So that was big ups to my man Quincy Jones. He's still alive, still kicking, still yeah. breathing. Uh, hopefully, you know, we can see you stick around for you know He's longer healthy, years. Right? I, I believe so. I haven't heard any, you know, like you don't have any, negative. Nah, nah, I don't okay. know of. Uh, uh, but yeah, big ups to him, and he also has over 80 Grammy nominations.
0: Yeah, uh, as well. Crazy like that. Yeah, so yeah, that's just it, you name it. He's he's involved with everybody, bro. Yeah. Quincy Jones was involved with everybody.
1: Yeah, um, everybody.
0: Like if you're thinking about like the transition, yeah, if you think about R&B when it was starting to rise, like that yeah. genre itself, Quincy has something to do with a lot yeah. of your favorite. Usher, actor, yeah. Action, yeah. Usher yeah, Usher, yeah, all of them, bro.
1: I'm sure even Diddy got was asking Quincy for advice when Diddy was coming up through the ranks. When you know how Diddy was tapping into the R and B, right? Thing,
0: um, so. Also, dang, am I blanking here? Because I'm shame on me um, if I make this mistake. Quincy Jones was involved with Boys to Men, right? I I'm not a hundred percent sure, bro. But he was um, everywhere, though. He had something. That he either produced almost everybody should at some point, or at least he got some credits on some of... He has some producer credits somewhere with a lot of these artists. He produced We Are The World. I remember that. I know he did yeah. that. Um,
1: so, and he also produced... Uh, well, he didn't produce it, but Samuel uh, L.O. Cool J, you know, sampled Michael one of Michael Jackson's song, you know, which Quincy actually produced for Michael Jackson. So it's just... Mm-hmm. A, a ton of shit that he has, like a ton of right, right, stuff right. um which is very very lovely uh and very intriguing i think and just a, i just i just wonder what his thought process is like when he hears music he's like all right that shit
0: hits or nah that shit don't yeah, hit." yeah seriously and I'm, uh, <laughs> Like, you know like his I mean? ear, like like you know, his I mean? ear was like, he, crazy yeah. too. And then,
1: like my thing is, like, do you, do we have somebody like that now? I don't think oh, we do. Yeah,
0: I don't think we do. Um, as prestigious as prestigious, I mean, I guess you can still. I don't know, man. I, you, you can't even really cape for diddy anymore for his i'm ear. not
1: even i'm not even nah
0: fuck nah. No. because he don't he don't even take care of his artists i mean i don't even want to get into a rant about that um no one really has an ear like him but if you want to talk about people that just have an ear for their own music like at the end of the day like call not an artist but hey he, always, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah he
1: knows how to make hits. Mm-hmm. He, he knows how to make hits. i'm not gonna lie he's
0: one I mean, I'm still, I guess I'll I'll throw Diddy in there, I guess. But uh, Rick Ross. But my thing is, Diddy is old. My thing is, Diddy is old. Like, Diddy is like,
1: he's our generation now. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of like slot him into like, all right, I think we can like talk about it like on a different podcast, you know, when we talk about music and everything. Because you know how I feel when it comes to like R&B shit and how shit, shit don't hit the same no more.
0: Um, honestly the questions you're asking now is actually making me think like you're right like even if we just took Diddy out we took what I said Khaled take them out mm-hmm. like is there anyone in the new generation that looks to be in that kind of position no because they're mm-hmm. all selfish everybody everybody want to be rappers everybody yeah. want to be rappers everyone want to be singers Um yeah, yeah. no one or really auto-tune singers yeah no one really wants to be that guy in the background like grinding hmm. Yeah, honestly, yeah. So to answer your question, bro, no one, man. Shout out to uh, Quincy Jones.
1: And I know, and I know icon. there's a, I know there's a, uh, a special going on right now. I, I don't know if it's on FX or something, but it's like the Legends of Hip Hop, and like you know they talk about oh, Waka Flocka Flame's mom and stuff. But you talking? About. But my thing is like they discovered artists. That's you know they discovered artists. This is what me and uh, Suave are talking about. Two separate things. Like yeah. they discovered artists. You know, Quincy Jones made artists like he, he made, made songs for them. He wrote their song, produced their song. He was in the studios with them, saying, "Nah, fuck that. Nah, give it to the next person." I ain't
0: fuck with was that. Who that? Who? It wasn't really Quincy Jones's competition, but he also was an OG. Oh, mm. Barry Gordy. Mm. Yeah, Barry Gordy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, them two, bro, pioneers for real. Because yeah. Barry so, Gordy, that's Motown, right? Yeah. Motown. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was thinking with Boys to Men. Yeah. Motown feels yeah. back again. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's it's
1: different scene, different era, but you know, I'll always hold that era to my, you know, my dear right. heart and everything. Wow. So moving on, uh, you know, we can always talk, we can talk forever about music. Uh, so coming in at number 13. This movie actually has to go along with music. Um, it came out in 2022. No, sorry, Ugh. 2002. Wait, 2002? 2002. 2002, yeah, said this, dude. These years, like, I'm looking at when these movies come, came out, and I'm like, yo, what? Like, it's been that long, I'm like, yo. It came out in two thousand and two. Excuse excuse me, everybody. But this movie has to do with hip hop, R and B, you know, just music in general, the way it feels. It stars my man Tay Diggs and Oops. my girl uh, Sanaya Lathan. Uh, oh
0: goodness! Oh goodness!
1: Uh, so it's called Brown Sugar. Yeah. Very oh, good goodness. movie. Very good movie. Um, and I'm not going to spend long about talking about this movie because I highly je- just go watch it. If you like r music and music, you know, it talks about how one person can connect to it and the other person can connect to it as well. And they can feel the same mm-hmm. and share the same type of stories. Um, and it's a romantic comedy. So it's a rom-com. But it's not... It's not a lot of comedy. It's more like seriousness shit to it. Yeah, I thought um, so too. I'll go ahead and read you the storyline. a small little storyline. Um, this romantic comedy centers on a romance between an A&R exec, Dre, uh, at his hip-hop label and a magazine editor, Sydney, who have known each other since childhood. They find themselves drifting towards more than being friends, even as Dre is engaged. And then Sydney starts being wooed by a handsome basketball player. Um, so that's all I'm going to say. So <laughs> I don't want to ruin the movie, but, you know, they grew up as friends. They grew up listening, you know, to De La Soul and, you know, just listening, you know, growing up with hip hop, with hip hop was like come really coming up in like the early 80s and late, you know, late 90s. Uh, in the early 90s you know that whole 1980s era and that whole 90s era as well so
0: right yeah but yeah good movie
1: i I like it that was a good movie you know it was a good movie yeah
0: i almost forgot about that you said that's 2002
1: yeah bro 2002 not 2022
0: 2002 my goodness. Yeah, bro. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I know Valentine's just passed, so y'all can go lay up with y'all boo and shit and go watch this movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely go watch it. Oh, it got my man, um, um, it's got my man uh damn, who's the guy as a uh fuck, what's his name? Mo uh Mos Def. Most Def is in that joint. Yeah. Yeah, 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 He's in that joint too. Damn. Uh, and Queen Latifah's in that joint as well. Queen they had a little cast on that joint yeah so yeah i make sure you guys go check it out but nah but once again though suave you got any final words or you know anything um, about music and you know how, just saying, how everybody man, sucks nowadays
0: basically yeah a lot of people suck i think like honestly a lot of people want to be the artist, but a lot of people don't want to be that creative behind the artist. They want they don't want to help develop an artist, help like they don't really like that. They don't love the idea of like discovering an unfound talent like me personally. Like when I find like some of these cats on Twitter and I hear some of their songs, I'm like, yo, I wish I was a, like a label exec and I could sign them today. Like that's that's my mindset. I mean, you see me, I'd be reposting people that Mm -hmm. no one's ever heard about. I just saw them on Twitter or something, or like a friend sent me their music or something. But I think like a lot of people want to be the next Pac, the next Drake, the next Jay, man. I think music needs somebody that wants to be the next Quincy. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, Quincy's one of a kind, so we may never get that. So, I mean. So we may get it when when we're
1: 50 years old, bro.
0: Young cat reincarnated as Quincy Jones, and hey, yeah. man, anything is possible. But if we don't get another, honestly, like, thank you, Quincy Jones, for everything you've done, man. Yeah, he's, I mean, he shaped black a lot country, of futures, music, a yeah. lot of things, a lot of futures. Yeah, yeah, a lot of futures, man. Quincy so, had a lot of say and involvement there. Yeah, and he's not a
1: fan of Taylor Swift, and neither am that,
0: I. I. I can't even lie, that quote geeks forever because, like, all right, I mean, we have to say it for another podcast. Like, I don't hate Taylor I, Swift.
1: I, 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 I don't like, I don't mean to ramble, but I find that so fucking funny how it's... 20, he said that in 2018, and it still relates to 2021. He says, we don't... We need, we need songs, man. Fucking songs,
0: not hooks. Yeah. I mean, That's I, crazy, though, because yeah. as he says that about Taylor Swift, she's pretty much one of the biggest acts yeah. at the time. So, I mean... Uh, Those listening, I'll let y'all take what y'all want. I did not prescribe my opinion. Um, I didn't share that with y'all, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll give it to y'all how like it is. I'll give a fuck shit. Fuck Taylor
1: Swift. I said it. (laughs) I don't care. But Damn.
0: Well, there you have it.
1: Not a fan. We need songs, man. Not fucking hooks. Songs. And I blame TikTok for all this shit. But... Um I just wanna uh thank Swave for joining us, you know, on today's episode, talking about Quincy Jones. Uh talked about, you know, coming in number 13 on a black cinema movie, uh Brown Sugar. Came out in 2002, Um and make sure you go check it out. Uh you know, just thank you again, Suave for you know, jumping on here. And uh, blessing us with your musical presence as well. Anytime, no um, yeah, I'm looking forward to just continuing on. And you know, as you know, today's February 16th. Got about two more weeks left. About two more weeks left. Uh, as I said before, I'm posting every single day, even if I don't throw it up on my IG or Twitter. It's you, up. Yeah, it's up. It's gonna be up every single day. So you're going to see all 28 days of Black History Month unfiltered. Uh, make sure you go check it out on Spotify and Apple Music or, excuse me, Apple Podcasts. And uh, so cheers to you, Quincy Jones. Cheers. Drinking scotch. Desire, cheers, bro. And uh, just thank you for joining us. And uh, I will mm, see you all tomorrow. Peace. Yes. Take
0: care.